Welcome to Caldwoods with Mert, the one-stop Salonis shop for all things sales, product, customers, marketing, and more. What's up, everybody? This is Mert with Call Blitz with Mert. You already know it's going to be no fluff. Today I got with me Steven out of the Raleigh, North Carolina team who's going to talk more in depth about something he really specializes in, which is workflow. He's been very consistent with his numbers these past few months, and a, a large part of that is attributed to how neat and organized he is. So Steven, how's it going, man? Good. Thanks for having me, Mert. So we're going to talk about three different topics today. Number one is how Steven creates like these list views in Sales Navigator, exports them over. Number two is creating these views in Salesforce to be neat and organized. And the number three is going to be exporting them into cadences, how to work them, being on time to them, how to have the best practices around that. So let's go into that topic number one about uh, list and Sales Navigator, and I'll leave it up to you. Yeah, happy to. So I think one of the big things about this job is cold calls, but really to stay on top and stay consistent, it all comes down to how you source. So you got to think of it as the end goal of booking demos, but who am I going to call to book those demos with? I mean, what am I doing it for? Is it an event that we're doing? Is it a specific process? Is it for a certain AE? So these are all the things you think about when you're going into sourcing. And I think that the biggest way to do that and what makes it easy is you can actually create a list in SalesNav with all your accounts in it. So it's a great time now with the new account shifts to go through. You can save all your accounts in a specific list. And what I table or called it is my Salonis list, fiscal year 2021. And you can go in there, you can save them all. And what that allows you to do is when you go into sourcing, you can actually include that custom list. So you're only pulling contacts from the accounts you're working on. If you want to go into a little bit more detail there, you can do per AE support. So I, for instance, support Paul and Pat in the South region. So I can create an account list separate for each of those. And then we can go into, you know, we're focused on these 10 accounts this week or this month. I can actually pull those accounts into that list. So I'm really focused on how I'm sourcing. So the best way to do that after you create the account list, you can go in, include the, the Salonis list that you built out, and then you can put in some other filters. And some of the, the big ones I like to include are seniority level. So director, VP, C-level. And then there's also a great filter with CRM contacts. So if you click on the view all filters on the left side under lead results, you can actually make it to where all the people that are already in Salesforce, you can actually pull those contacts out. So you're only looking at net new. So from there, um, you can scroll through and I like to, to tab out the contacts as I go through them. And then we're just gonna click the extension on the right then export using the Zoom Info tab. And if their contact information's in there, it'll go ahead and sync over to Salesforce. But a good tip is some of the people you're sourcing aren't gonna have contact details. But if they're an excellent title at one of your target accounts, you still wanna get in touch with them. So the best thing I do there is that I'll actually click connect. And that'll do two things. It'll one, it'll save the lead. So if you have marketing events in the future, you've got a saved list of leads in or in LinkedIn Sales Navigator, but also you're connecting with them and you can send a brief message 
you know, something along the lines of, hey, this is Stephen from Salonis. I saw you focus on XYZ. That's exactly how we're helping XYZ. Um, have you heard of Salonis or process mining? So you're still getting a touch out there without exporting over to the sales uh, Salesforce. So that's going to be a really good tool to have a good workflow and also a good social selling muscle as well. And I please recommend listening to social selling to get more in depth about that. But that's a great starting point, Stephen. So great. So we export that. We're not using the Zoom info, you know, website itself. We're using LinkedIn in this in, in, in this instance. And so let's talk about topic number two, which is now having those people you just exported from Navigator into Salesforce. How do you find those guys? How do you make sense of that clutter? How do you organize it? Yeah, so I created a, a list within Salesforce. So if you go under contacts, you can actually filter out a list. Um, and some of the filters I put on there, I created this list saying my recently added contacts. And the big filters there is one, you want the owner to be my contacts. And then two, you want to put a created date of some time in the past. So what I did is once I got out of training, that's the date I set it for. So anything after that date, it'll capture all those leads or those contacts that I'm putting in. And what that allows you to do is you can go out, source 20, 40. What I recommend and I usually do is 60 contacts per week. And it'll give you the date that they're exported in. So if you sort by the created date on the right, it'll go top down. So I'll go out, find 20 that day. It's really easy for me to go in, just click the check mark on the left for all the people on that date that were added to Salesforce. And that allows me to import those into Sales Loft. Um, you can actually do, if you're doing something like an account based sourcing, so you're saying, I want to focus on this one account, you're going to grab a bunch of different titles. So, what you can do then is create another view on a specific title whether that's accounts payable, receivable, finance, procurement, so where it's filtering in these different buckets. So when you actually go to export them into a cadence, you've got different views. So you don't have to sift through them and pick and choose which one you're adding to each cadence. It's already listed right there for you. That's great. And I think, Stephen, keep me honest here. I think that workflow and keeping organized of your Salesforce views and knowing who to put over is like, probably one of the most important and pivotal parts of your job, right? Yeah, I think I said this at the beginning. I mean, cold calls is a big part of the job, but maintaining your workflow, making sure you've got a influx of fresh contacts, uh, that's really what's going to make you successful on how you manage your accounts, your contacts, your relationships. And having these specific views, whether it's in Sales Navigator or Salesforce, it's going to make your job a lot easier when you're sourcing and building out these cadences and making sure that you've got an influx of people. I think one of the, the big things is within cadences is the first four touches for me is when I get most of my connections. So if I source 60 new people a week, I know I'm going to talk to at least five to 10 of those. And if I can book two or three of those um, just off of net new, it's going to set me up to have a successful week. A success or successful month and so maintaining that workflow is really what's going to be important when i was a rep i was you know i was sourcing people left and right but 60 people a week that's such a good benchmark for yourself because you need to have new blood into your pipeline new blood into your cadences which is so important because you, you won't feel like you're talking to the same people or trying to reach the same people who are dead 
good tip from Steven. So good transition to topic number three, which is putting these people into cadences and organizing it in sales loft. So let's talk about that, Steven. I know that you have different cadences for different types from personas to events to use case. How do you organize this and, and what do you find success in? Yeah, so this touches on um, kind of the end goal. So what were we sourcing for, whether that was event, persona, um, a specific industry? Those are the, the really the cadences that I use. So after I'm sourcing, what I've done is I've created some, some cadences um, within industries. So I've got one for oil and gas. I've got one for manufacturing. And these are built off templates. I highly recommend you guys getting with some of the, the strategic reps on the cadences that you have built out and customize them to what you're trying to do. Whether you have a ton of financial stuff, manufacturing, it's good to have your own cadence to put these contacts into. And then what, as well as, you know, right now we're doing a Ray-Ban event um, or if you want to do AP. So it's really the end goal. These are where you're going to put the contacts into. And I think a big key here is to manage the amount of people you have in your cadences. You don't want to be flushing in 240 mass upload and then you get behind on your on-time cadences. You're, you've got a week between touch points. So manage your expectations on those activity levels. For me, I generally have more activity. So I like to keep 180 to 200 people within my cadence. But if you're just starting out, you're looking, doing a little bit more research between dials, maybe stick to about 150. So be aware of where you're at in your cadences and when you need to source and flush in new contacts. But you definitely want to make sure that you've got enough people. Because I can tell you that one of the worst things, and I've personally run into this, is come in and you've got 30 dials on the day. We need to be at 70 and you're at one demo (laughs) on the week. So that's something you definitely want to be aware of. Definitely. Is there a certain kind of cadence that you find most success in? So generally, I use the the process excellence persona one, which is a um, a team cadence, and I think it's good because a lot of the personas I look into when I'm breaking into account are within digital transformation and process improvement. So it gives me a broad touch with my email, and then you can kind of refine it based on the account you're looking into, what the person's focused on, whether it's you know, they've got a background in AP, finance, or supply chain, you can kind of tailor it, but it gives you a broad kind of template to adjust from there. And I think it gives everybody a high level overview of what Salonis does. And then you can really attack them when you get on the phones with them. Okay, cool. So Steven, I'm going to ask you one last thing. For anyone listening, what is your one big takeaway they should action on immediately? Yeah. So if I had one tip, it would be to take an hour or two and create the list in sales nav with your accounts. It's going to make your sourcing and job and building out your cadences so much easier in the future. And you can always adjust that on the fly, depending on what your AEs want you to focus on, or if there's account shifts, you can just adjust that existing list. So if I had one tip, take the time, whether it's in the morning, late at night after dinner and create that account list within sales nav. Amazing. Thank you, Steven. This is Call Blitz with Mert. No fluff. See you on the next episode. Bye, everybody.